0: Welcome to the Renegade Aviator Radio Show, with David Costa.
1: Bob, move, up done. Two to the window, two-toed we on the airfield and airspace, you are clear for takeoff, have a good one. Thanks, Mo, Clear for takeoff. Check your parker brake off, check your trim set, check your nozzle steering on. maneuver, damage. Yeah,
0: The Renegade Aviator combines jet air show performances and this radio show to promote aviation, excellence, overcoming obstacles, and achieving goals. Here he is, the Renegade Aviator, David Costa.
1: All right, David Costa, the Renegade Aviator. Happy New Year, everybody. Say Happy New Year, Laura.
0: Happy New Year, 2020.
1: All right, that's Mrs. Renegade Aviator. She's with me today on the Renegade Aviator Radio Show. Thank you, everybody. We're in season two now with the Salem Radio Network. And uh, the last time I had Laura on with me, every once in a while we'll do things a little bit different, the number of phone calls went up. And I got to figure it had to do with, um, I don't know. They loved
0: hearing my voice and interacting with you.
1: Possibly. Possibly. Yeah, I mean, I think I, I was I was
0: really impressed that people called and really were happy to hear both of us.
1: Yeah, it was either guys trying to get a date, or um, I don't know, or people saying there's too much uh, testosterone on the Renegade Aviator radio show. So anyway, Laura is here with me. It is season two, season two in quotes because I don't know what season it is. We've been doing this show for a while. We did it on several radio stations before we came to the Salem Radio Network. So we just had to make a cut because of our podcast. And oh, by the way, you can find the show on podcast. Go to iTunes, go to iHeart, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Google Play, wherever you find podcasts. Just type in the Renegade Aviator Radio Show. And we're also on YouTube. Yes, you can see my lovely face. Soon, maybe I'll put Laura in some of the videos Make sure
0: when you search for it, it's renegade, the letter A, the letter V, the number eight, the letter R.
1: There you go. Look at that. Just wanted to
0: put that in. (laughs) All
1: right. Well, you know what I want to talk about today? This is a prime example. So at first, when I first did this segment of the show, this is take two, by the way, and I'll tell you why. So when I first did the show, I wasn't telling Laura what we were doing, and I told her I'm not going to tell her what we're doing on the show. She's just going to have to keep up and do all this stuff but I failed to use a checklist and I never started the recording. So we recorded half of this show with no recording without the use of a checklist. So that's what I'm here to talk about today. People have asked me, they say, Hey, you know, look, half of our audience isn't even pilots, but people love aviation topics. So what I'm here to do every once in a while, not every show, we're still going to interview air show pilots. We're still going to interview show people to do great things in aviation But every once in a while, I'm going to sit down and go through some of the elements of what it means to be a pilot and how we train pilots and the kind of standards that we hold pilots to. So I do a lot of coaching of pilots of high-performance jet and turboprop aircraft, aerobatic aircraft, Warbird jets, and we call it the Black Belt Aviator Program. And a big thing we do this for is because once you get over the rote Level instruction and how to do something, you really need a coach. Laura, are you a coach?
0: Yes, I am. I coach uh, people in fitness. Go ahead, is
1: your chance. Let me give you like a $10,000 commercial.
0: That's my (laughs) coaching for women 50 and over. I put together a wonderful program for them and they all enjoy it very much. Thank you.
1: So, coaching, right? So, we do coaching, it's different from instruction. And a big thing, we will work on anybody who wants to achieve elite-level performance. And that's what this show is about, right? Excellence. This show is about overcoming obstacles. This show is about achieving goals. Well, each of those things requires, whether it's in aviation, which is what I do, it's my passion, it's my purpose, or maybe you run an ice cream stand or what I use a donut stand is my, it's my generic business is the donut stand. I
0: know.
1: We always, we always <laughs> but <laughs> no you,
0: donuts, please. Yeah.
1: Whatever it is you do in life, you want to be excellent at it. And so why am I talking about checklist today? Boy, what a boring topic that is. What a stupid topic that is for the renegade aviator to waste your time on the weekend to talk about checklists? Are you kidding me? Well, let me give you a little hint here before I started the Renegade Aviator radio show. There was a previous chapter of my life. That previous chapter of my life, I was in the medical industry for decades. I spent in the medical device industry. What if I told you that we harm 100,000 patients a year due to medical errors? That, ladies and gentlemen, is a 747 crashing every single day in this country. Let me ask you a question. Would you get on an airplane if we had that kind of a safety record? No, not if I, at all. If I crashed once a month, I don't think Laura would even fly with me. No, <laughs> but, I would
0: not. <laughs> well,
1: What I used to do with the airlines is I would walk out of the cockpit and I grab the uh, phone and look at the passengers in the back and go, ladies and gentlemen, who would be thrilled to death that their son or daughter got a 99% on their test in school, and I have a bunch of these parents all with these blank smiles waving. Oh, yeah, it'd be great. Oh, you know, the people to drive around town with the My Kids an Honor student on the back of their car. Who cares? However, 99% sounds really good, doesn't it, Laura? Yes, it does. 99% in aviation. So I would joke. I say, well, ladies and gentlemen, my last 99 landings were perfect, and I run at about a 99% success rate in aviation. Would you want to fly with me with a 99% safety level?
0: No, we want the 100%. I you, get you would not saying.
1: want a doctor who was 99%. So 99% isn't good enough. Checklists help you in whatever it is you're doing. They help you repeat the standard of performance that you want to achieve. And they do one other thing. Human beings are horrible multitaskers. Horrible.
0: I tend to disagree. I can multitask.
1: I know. I hear this from ladies primarily all the time. I'm a great multitasker. My husband, he's got a one-track mind, but I have to multitask. I have to change the kid's diaper and cook to dinner and do all this kind of stuff. And I laugh because I guarantee you're not doing either one of them very well. So there are times when we need to multitask and those times be on guard because human beings are accident prone. So procedures, process, flows, and checklists give you the opportunity in aviation and certainly in anything you want to do well, the opportunity to do it with minimal errors. And if an error should occur, it gives you the opportunity to not crash the airplane in the process. I can tell you time and time again where we've flown an airplane from point A to point B and uh, we run that checklist and there's something we didn't do.
0: When you put it that way, yeah, (laughs) you're hoping that you're not missing a single step. Right. So
1: if you've got a huge ego and you can't have your co-pilot read a checklist and bring up something, a switch wasn't moved properly, A flap was not put in the proper condition. That's the purpose of the checklist, to catch potential errors so that things don't go wrong. So people that are not in aviation like to hear this stuff. And those of you that are in aviation, uh, if you want to get in touch with me, 888-366-5256. And uh, we've got several programs for pilots that we can radically improve your competency level, especially if you're flying high-performance jet or turboprop aircraft. Anyway, we're going to go into that. We're coming up to the end of this first segment, the first segment that I did twice <laughs> because I didn't use a checklist. And you know what the checklist was as simple was we launched off into the program and I forgot to hit the record button. Did everything else right, ninety nine percent.
0: Ninety nine percent.
1: Ninety nine percent is not good <laughs> enough. Yes, yeah. it is not good enough. So. And the article I'm going to read you from, I'm going to get that out of the way because I got a little bit of time here. It's an article that was written by two gentlemen. I don't have their names in front of me. I'll give it to you in the next segment. But it's a very esoteric article about human factors and error reduction and the use of checklists in aviation. I'll launch the next segment going into that, but I'm not going to read you the article. Nobody wants to hear me read an article, but I'm going to give you some hints some tips, some strategies, give you an insight of what pilots do, and then on the other side of it, give you insights of what you might be able to do in your business or in your day-to-day life that will reduce errors and make you far more excellent.
0: Sounds good to me.
1: Renegade Aviator, 888-366-5256. We'll be right back.
0: Call our listener line. Ask a question. Leave a comment. 888-366-5256.
1: questions comments suggestions or inspirational stories call the renegade aviator dial 888-366-5256 anytime and leave us a message want to listen to all of our shows find us on itunes google play iheart stitcher soundcloud or anywhere you find podcasts just search the renegade aviator radio show av the number 8r renegade Thank <laughs> you.
0: on air. Here he is, the Renegade Aviator, David Costa.
1: All right, we're back. David Costa, Renegade Aviator, 888-366-5256. Mrs. Renegade Aviator is with me here today. Say hi.
0: Hello, everybody. I'm back.
1: That's Laura, my wife, Mrs. Renegade Aviator. right,
0: Mrs. Renegade Aviator.
1: The article I'm referencing, I guess, is Cockpit Checklist Concept Design and Use. Doesn't that sound exciting?
0: Well, I know you'll make it exciting, right?
1: (laughs) So here's the challenge, right? As I said in the first segment, the challenge is to provide some level of entertainment. You're not sitting there in your car driving around or you're not sitting there at home listening to this on podcast. And yeah, you know, you want to hear some cool stuff. You want to be entertained as well. So I brought Laura here for entertainment value and to make me look good.
0: And he never told me what we were going to talk about. I had no idea. And here I am. From from my old
1: life, it's on a need-to-know basis. She needed not know what I'm talking about.
0: All I know is he put a microphone in front of me and said, sit down, we're going to do this.
1: Here we go. (laughs) All right, so there's three kinds of pilots, three kinds of pilots. And Laura sees me working with pilots every day, flying different airplanes. I'll fly sometimes 10 different makes and models of aircraft in a given month. I'll work with a lot of different pilots. Some are really good, some are horrible, and some fall somewhere in between, like all of us. Any of us on any given day and any pilot that tells you otherwise is wrong. Any pilot on any given day can make a huge mistake that makes it a real sad day for everybody involved. That is a fact. I work as a pilot expert in aircraft crash litigation. I work with attorneys. Don't hold that against me. They're good people. Some of them. (laughs) (laughs) For any of the attorneys listening, all the attorneys I work with are fantastic people. Does that sound better?
0: Absolutely. They're fantastic. I talk to them too.
1: But we work, and I get called into cases for one reason, to make assessments on pilot actions. Because most of the time when an airplane crashes, and this is not to scare you away from aviation, most of the time when an airplane crashes, it is because somebody made a mistake.
0: Pilot error, you're saying?
1: Pilot error. There could have been a, a equipment malfunction, but aircraft rarely fall out of the sky because something broke. But aircraft do fall out of the sky when pilots don't do what they're supposed to do. So there's three types of pilots that I often run into, and there's lots of categories. But from the category of checklist use, there are the pilots who don't use a checklist at all, period. They don't use a checklist at all, because they believe that they're too good or?
0: Flying by the seat of their
1: pants. Oh, no, no. They're, these are God's gift aviation. These are the pilots that know it all. You know, it's a simple airplane. I don't need a checklist. They're arrogant. Okay, we see a lot of that in aviation. There's also, in that same classification, a pilot that don't use checklists because they're hanging on for dear life. The very fact of picking up the checklist and reading it And looking at a switch position is too challenging for them.
0: Deer caught in the headlights.
1: Deer caught in the (laughs) headlights. I call them fight or flail. These people are flailing. Fortunately, these are newer pilots most of the time, or maybe somebody new to a particular type of aircraft, but they're not using checklists at all. We see that. Then there's other people who use the checklist very studiously. And there they want to uh, tell me how great they are. And they read the checklist And the checklist flies the airplane for them. That is also wrong. The checklist is not there to fly your airplane. I ask people, when do you put the landing gear down? And they pick up the checklist. Well, what it says here on the checklist, that's not the answer. You put the landing gear down when you need to put the landing gear down. You turn the landing lights on when you need to see something. The checklist doesn't fly your airplane. You, Captain, fly the airplane the checklist makes sure you didn't make a mistake
0: it's just guidance but you really know how have to know how to fly an airplane obviously it's absolutely just a
1: guiding absolutely the checklist doesn't take anything away from you but it sure adds a bunch because we don't multitask well laura even women pilots don't multitask well
0: I know you always say that all the time. I always try to multitask, you know, it's just one of those things I try to do, but yes, I know you always say, don't do that.
1: But that's the thing. If you try to multitask, you're doing two things or three things poorly in aviation or in your business or in life, do one thing excellently. If you need to do something else, stop doing one thing, go back and then do the other thing, but do each thing with your full attention You can't give your kids attention while you're posting on Facebook. That's true. Right? So your kid comes in and wants to tell you about their day at school and how great it was, and you're posting on Facebook or answering an email to some idiot client.
0: Yeah, you need to give them the full attention.
1: You need to do one thing at a time. And if you run a radio show, you need to have a checklist that tells you to push the record button.
0: Yeah, Dave. Even
1: a renegade aviator can make a mistake, as I did today. So this is the second time I'm doing the same show. And actually, man, the first show was way better than this show. Oh,
0: <laughs> don't say that.
1: The only thing is, you just didn't get to hear it. Anyway, there's a third kind of person in the pilot speak, a third type of pilot. They're the aviators. The aviators use procedures flows and checklists correctly and i hope within the time left in this show i'm going to be able to give you a little bit of insight into that because i think it'll be helpful for you and i hope and i know well i don't know but i hope this is entertaining for you by the way i don't just do a radio show do you know what else i do
0: of course i do you sell airplanes
1: well then that's not what i want to hear and
0: fly airplanes
1: that's not what i want to hear what else do I do? What's the what? All right, We have, a, yeah. we, we we have a checklist testing problem. One, the other three. thing I do is I fly jet air shows with an Iskra jet. Yeah, of course. And that's the whole reason for doing this show. We link these two together. So, ladies and gentlemen, 2020, we're here. Season two. Come out and see us with the TS-11 Iskra. I'm training my wife and my daughters for ground crews. So you're going to see yeah, them out there. We can
0: learn them. We can learn this. No, no problem. So We've got hard. our checklist.
1: <laughs> Look for them out on the air show. We're coming up to the next break. David Costa, Renegade Aviator. Be right back. We're talking error mitigation and checklists on the Renegade Aviator radio show. 888-366-5256.
0: Make aviation great again. David Costa, the Renegade Aviator, will be right back. He told me to say that. Oh.
1: A speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane! Flight 209er, you are cleared for takeoff. Roger. Huh? LA departure frequency 123.9er. Roger. Huh? Request vector, over. What? Huh? Flight 209er clear for Vector 324. We have clearance, Clarence. Roger, Roger. What's our Vector, Victor? Now I radio clearance over. That's Clarence over. Over. Roger. Huh? Roger, over. Huh? Roger, over. huh? hours of practice, the black belt is ready to begin learning. Do you want to be an elite level pilot or just someone who flies airplanes? Want to improve safety, have more confidence, enjoy flying more? Do you know any elite performer who does not use a coach? Thought so. 888-366-5256. Say, hey Dave, I want to be a black belt aviator and we'll send you the details. 888-366-5256. Come fly with me, let's fly, let's fly away. If you can use some exotic booze, there's a bar in Far Bombay. Come fly with me.
0: No, David, I don't don't know why the FAA called. They just said they wanted to talk to you about that flyby. Oh, the host of The Renegade Aviator, David Costa.
1: All right, ladies and gentlemen, David Costa, the Renegade Aviator, segment three, start the clock, run the checklist. Look at that. Here we go. Here's a fact for you, Laura. How many things do you think most people can remember in short-term memory at a
0: time?
1: I'm going to say five things. All right. Well, yeah, it's four. So the average person can remember. Some people say seven, short-term memory. You can remember a couple things. That's it. And there's an error chain and the error chain is made worse when you get interrupted. Let me ask you this, Laura, have you ever been interrupted?
0: All the time.
1: Have you ever lost track of what you were doing because you were interrupted? (laughs)
0: Yes.
1: (laughs) If you had a checklist and say, just see, what would I do? I just got interrupted. This is a very important thing that I'm doing. If you could look back at a checklist could you not get your bearings readjusted, right? You not, you get back into the swing of things, right? Yes,
0: absolutely, yes. Okay, well,
1: that's what happens in airplanes. So we run checklist. We run a checklist for starting engines. We have a before starting engine checklist. We have a starting engine checklist. We have a before taxi checklist. We have a taxi checklist. We have an in-position checklist. We have an after takeoff check. We have a climb check, a cruise check, a descent check, an in-range check or an approach check, a before-landing check, and a clearing-the-runway check and a shutdown check. And here's what we do. We get interrupted all the time. If you ever sat in a cockpit with pilots, what do we have hooked to our ears in the cockpit, Laura?
0: Oh, yeah. Well, you're talking on the radio, and there's always...
1: And there's constant chatter. Yes. You're being called on the radio. We don't control those interruptions. And that's when I come up. We don't control the interruptions we get. We have sometimes yellow and red lights that are bad. These are bad lights. Yellow and red lights can be bad lights that kind of blink at or random. Buzzers, maybe? Buzzers going just, well, buzzers, yeah. But usually you'll get indications of something wrong with the aircraft. You may have weather to avoid, and you get constant interruptions. From radio traffic and just the process of flying the airplane. So let me switch gears with you. So we can all sit here and say, as a pilot, we get interrupted all the time. So, so what? So pilots, I guess, need a checklist, but nobody else does. Did you know this? Then in the medical world, this is from my tenure as a guy in the medical industry that taught. Clinicians and helped clinicians reduce medical errors in hospitals. And if you're interested in that, even call my office at 888 366 5256. Do you know that nurses, pharmacists, or people in general in healthcare that are dispensing medications get interrupted as often as one time every two minutes?
0: Oh, I believe that. Yes.
1: Do you know that the medication error increases almost 13% with each interruption?
0: Wow, 13%?
1: Did you realize that you are two times as likely to make an error with four interruptions while you're trying to give medication to a patient? Did you also realize that with six interruptions, that risk is tripled?
0: That's a scary thought.
1: You cannot multitask. When you're interrupted, you forget stuff. When you're doing something out of the ordinary, you forget stuff. So the way we run a checklist in an aircraft is from start to finish. And I'll talk a little bit more about this in the next segment. We start a checklist. I'll look at my co-pilot and I'll say, before start, check. They pick up the checklist. They read something And then I have a response to each of those. We call it challenge verify. We have a challenge and a response. We do that. We run the entire checklist. And at the end of the checklist, we say, before starting engine checklist, complete in this example. If we get interrupted, we start at the beginning. And run it down again to make sure we didn't miss any steps. This was a short segment. We'll be right back after this because I'm going to really talk about how these checklists work and how you can integrate them. Think about it as I go into the next segment how you can use what we use as cool pilots in your uncool donut stand. <laughs> Gosh, you want <had> those donuts? <laughs> it's the donut stand. That's my generic business, right? Some people sell widgets. I relate all my generic business stuff, and I consult with uh, business leaders. I've been doing that for years, but I always use my donut stand. It's very non-offensive. Nobody really gets a. There's not many donut stands left. So, anyway, David Costa, Renegade Aviator, talking checklist with Mrs. Renegade Aviator. She'll be back, too, if I don't make her mad in the break. David Costa, <laughs> 888-366-5256. This is Kirby Chambliss, two-time Rebel Air Race world champion. I'm on the Renegade Aviator radio show
0: with David Cup.
1: Once I get you up there where the air is rarefied, we'll just glide. Wait a second. Did you miss an episode of my show? Well, we have your six aviation term there. We have your back. Search the Renegade Aviator radio show on that internet thing, and you'll find all kinds of places where you can hear me. Technology, an amazing thing. AV, the number 8R, iTunes, SoundCloud, iHeart, Stitcher, Google Play. You can take me with you, David Costa, Renegade Aviator. See ya.
0: David Costa, a legend in his own mind, the renegade aviator in the air and on air. Here we go.
1: All right. David Costa, the Renegade Aviator. Say hello, Laura.
0: Hello, everybody. Welcome back.
1: That's it? That's all I got to say?
0: Welcome back to the Renegade Aviator.
1: What's our phone number?
0: 888-366-5256. All
1: right. Talking checklists, talking error reduction, talking about a really boring subject. But it's not boring, and there's a reason for it. I went through that. If you missed the other segments of my radio show... Well, you need to go back and listen to the podcast version. You can find the Renegade Aviator radio show anywhere you get podcasts. Just search the Renegade Aviator radio show. You can also go to RenegadeAviator.com, and you can also go to YouTube under Renegade Aviator and find us. You can go to Facebook under Renegade Aviator.
0: SoundCloud.
1: SoundCloud. AV, the number 8R, as Laura said before. Yes. All right. So checklists. All this automation coming today. We did a show not too long ago about automation and how the automation is going to save the day, how aircraft are going to get more and more automated, and uh, we're not going to need human pilots anymore. And some may say that that's a good thing because here's the reality of it, is that most times an error occurs, there's a human involved, and that's not just aviation. Aviation is ultra safe. When you get on that airliner, When you get on that chartered flight, when you get on that commercial flight, rest assured, the pilots are not only highly skilled, but there's checks and balances put in play to make sure that the outcome of your flight will never be seriously in doubt, that even in the face of errors, the flight will come to a safe conclusion. There's a study we did when I was in the medical world. We asked a question of doctors and pilots, because doctors used to like to tell me that, well, you know what, Dave, your checklists and your procedures and your flows, they're all great in this non-dynamic world of aviation, but in patient care, Dave, you don't get it. It's so dynamic. We can't be burdened with a checklist. We can't be burdened with a specific procedure or a flow. So we did a study, it was not us, but we were involved in this, of doctors and pilots, and we asked them a question. Do you make mistakes every day?
0: And what did they say?
1: 100% of the pilots said, I make mistakes every single day.
0: And what, the doctors said they
1: didn't? 30% of the doctors said they make mistakes. Only 30%. Only 30%. They're smarter than you and I. You see that? And it's not their fault. It's kind of the whole world around medicine in general, right? We don't want to talk about near misses. We don't want to talk about what could have happened. And we don't want to talk about when we screwed up. But in aviation, we know that we will screw up. And so automation is being talked about in medicine, Automation is being talked about in driving a car. Most automobile accidents are due to human error. It's not the car. Wheels are not flying off of cars.
0: True. It's, it is the uh, driver of the car.
1: But pilots continue to crash airplanes due to mistakes, even though it's very, very safe. So we use a very high-tech system in the cockpit of modern aircraft. you know what that is, Laura? The checklist. Checklist printed on paper, laminated, a piece of paper, something simple, right? (laughs) Yes. Something simple. And we use a couple of methods. So, and I'm going to talk about commercial aviation where there's two pilots up front, two pilots. And the checklist is a, and again, I'm oversimplifying this because we don't have a lot of time left. The checklist is, it's a challenge and a verify. And we do very simple things. We point to things like little kids. If I set an altitude and my little with my altitude knob in the cockpit, I'm using kind of simple ways to explain this. Right. The air traffic control will tell me, you know, Lear 605 Sierra Bravo, climb and maintain flight level 2, 9 or 0. We answer Lear 605 Sierra Bravo, climb and maintain flight level 2, 9 or 0. I reach up on my knob and I set the altitude at 290 in my altitude select window, I point to it, and I say 290. And I look at my flying partner, and they point at it, and they say 290. Now, we all know we're in agreement. How many times, Laura, do you think I may have set the wrong altitude in the window?
0: I'm going to say not very often. I know, I know the way you think.
1: It happens a lot.
0: Oh, well, now that I'm
1: shocked. No, no, it's it's not shocked. This is what I tell people. We all make mistakes. The best pilots understand that they make mistakes. They understand that. And they use the checklist is a safety net, but they don't rely on it. We know how to fly the airplane. We know what we're doing. But by reading and looking and pointing and saying and looking at your flying partner and doing these things, we make sure that when somebody does something wrong, and it will happen every single flight, Yes, that nobody gets hurt.
0: Well, that's good. I mean, the verifying and the verifying again. I mean, yeah, you just can't get enough of that, especially when you're flying the air- aircraft. When we
1: put the landing gear down, gear down before landing check, that's a call. I call that in the aircraft. Gear down before landing check. The FO reaches over, puts the landing gear down, right? And then picks up the checklist. And one of the things we say just related to the landing gear is he'll point. These, this is our call. Every aircraft has different calls and different ways to do it. But in this aircraft I'm talking about, he'll point to the three green lights. will go gear down, three green, no red. I will have to also say the same thing. Gears down, three green, no red. Are we pretty well assured right now the landing gears down?
0: Absolutely. You're checking and balancing each other out. There you out.
1: go. Well, we're coming in for a landing. I got one more segment left. Ladies and gentlemen, stand by. We'll be right back. David Costa, the Renegade Aviator. Go to 888-366-5256 and give me a call. What do you want to hear us talk about on these days when I sit here with Laura and we just have conversations about aviation? But we've got... Air show guests coming next week. Wait till you see who we have. I think it's a wing walker, right?
0: Oh, yep. Talked to her today. She's very excited.
1: Right on, man. Okay, David Costa will be right back. <laughs> Costa of the renegade aviator want a free team decal all you have to do is call my office 888-366-5256 and leave your name and mailing address 888-366-5256 we will send you a free renegade aviator team decal be the envy of your friends and family 888-366-5256 it's my way to say thank you and i'm grateful for you being a fan renegade aviator. So beach to rocks on the big blue sky,
0: and hey bye bye from along. Wait, here he is, the host of the Renegade Aviator radio show, David Costa. This is so exciting. I am so excited. He paid me to say that. (laughs) Ha ha.
1: All right, David Costa, the Renegade Aviator, segment five, final segment. The hour goes quick, ladies and gentlemen. And I want to thank you for putting up with this experiment this week. And if it doesn't work out properly, it's because of Laura.
0: It's not my (laughs) fault. You forgot to push the record
1: button. (laughs) If it didn't go to plan, that's the other part of a checklist. On all my checklists at the bottom, it says, blame this person. No, I I never blame anybody. Anyway, uh, the purpose of doing this, I think, is to give you a little bit of insight of what we do as pilots. This week was checklist because it was pretty simple, right? I mean, there's a lot that goes on in the cockpit of an aircraft. And I think a lot of people get this idea that, there's these steely eyed, just amazing people that we have everything memorized. And, you know, we're just doing this great things flying these airplanes. And I really want to slow everything down. What I say to my first officers a lot in my briefing as we're taxiing out for our departure or was getting ready to land when we want to go fast, it's time to slow down.
0: Yes, I, I think so.
1: Think about that for a second. If you want to go fast, you have to slow down. Have you ever looked at the movie The Matrix? I have, yes. Okay, The Matrix, and and Laura knows this, but like it is the personal development movie. I was going to write a book based off The Matrix, how every scene has some personal development thing. Remember that? Remember that kick I was on? It was a kick I was on. It was a lot of books I was going to write, and I've written exactly zero books. (laughs) However, uh, it's not on my checklist, probably but the whole point of that at the end when neo finally achieved this great level right this high level he was able to slow down
0: absolutely to yes to go They're fast kind of slow motion,
1: yeah. right so when things get busy in life when things get busy in the cockpit of an aircraft we fall back on procedures flows that are memorized and then we finish up with a checklist It's not a crutch. It doesn't fly the airplane for you. It's not for beginner pilots. It's for aviators. And so I challenge you, because many of you listening to my show are not aviators. What is it you do in your life that is really important? Do you write it down? Can you make up a series of steps? Do you want to be excellent in your life? Create a checklist. Create a flow. To go fast, slow down, concentrate. This is David Costa. I am the Renegade Aviator. Living See in the ya. No more. So be